In the last 48 hours, the press has gone crazy going after this president, our president, about how he refers to the COVID-19 coronavirus Wuhan flu. And it really is remarkable to me how petty this has become and how partisan this has become and how it is being driven by an agenda that has tried to paint Donald Trump as a racist for some time. And I, I played a series of clips earlier in the show. If you weren't here, where were you? Uh, but I've got even more. And this is a montage from the people at MRC.org. It's a webpage you should, you should visit regularly, MRC.org. They're not out for profit. They're just out to put the truth out there. And they opened up each group of this um, montage by showing you how the media is now attacking the president. For example, Samantha Bee, a late night comic that I didn't know still had a TV show. But she went after the president on how he calls the uh, coronavirus the China virus. Tying coronavirus to China and Chinese people isn't just a racist dog whistle. It's a whole racist orchestra. It's a mighty, mighty racist boss tone. And the reality is that the mainstream media has tied this virus to China since we first started hearing about it. It's only when China, yes, the government of China, pushed to stop calling it the coronavirus from China or the Wuhan virus, did the media jump on and say, oh, this is something we could call the president a racist for saying. I hear Stephen Miller in this foreign virus setting up travel bans for the outside invasion of the disease. That's not the, the way Chinese coronavirus. Yeah, that they've th been that's calling. not the first U.S. case of Chinese coronavirus. The Chinese coronavirus. Uh, this is coming as the Chinese coronavirus. China's coronavirus outbreak. China's coronavirus outbreak anxiety. The death toll nearly doubles in China's coronavirus outbreak. China's coronavirus. Just how bad is China's coronavirus crisis? China's coronavirus outbreak. China's coronavirus outbreak. This goes on and on and on. There are minutes of these tiny clips all piled up because the left side of the mainstream media has decided in order to paint Donald Trump as a racist, which is what they're trying to do, they're going to say that anytime he says this is China's virus, that he's being racist and xenophobic. He is not. This is how we've classified viruses forever. In fact, last night on CNBC, there was a big financial analyst and investment guy who was talking to the CNBC anchor and the CNBC anchor was attempting to get the guy to change his mind on what he was calling the virus. I hope so. And I think I think the one that we do need to do, too, though, is just let's just call it COVID-19, not Wuhan or China or, you know, coronavirus. Let's call it the COVID-19, Kyle. That, I think that'll bring us all together. Can we do that? Come up with a common name? You know what, Brian, I'll agree with you on a lot of things, but, you know, changing the, the naming convention for viruses that's, that's gone on for the last hundred years, the point of origin has always helped people understand which virus it is. And the Chinese Communist Party has asked the world, or actually really propagandized the world with this COVID-19. If we start naming diseases after numbers, uh, we're never going to remember what kind of disease it is. I understand. This, this, I just, I want to make sure we don't make it we, we don't take it to a country level. You know what I mean? Because this is a global fight. You would agree with that, right? 
you know, we call things West Nile virus. Why don't we call it the Wuhan flu? You know, we can call it whatever we want to call it. I'm not going to call it what the Chinese government wants me to call it. Brilliant, sir. Brilliant. Thank you. And CNBC cut it out. And then yesterday, uh, Manu Raju of CNN was chasing Lindsey Graham around the halls of the Senate building, trying to get him to agree that uh, it's racist to use the term China or the word China when referring to this flu. Lindsey Graham didn't buy it. The president continues to call this the Chinese virus. It came from China. I mean, you think it's okay for him to say that? Yeah, I do, because China is accusing American soldiers of causing this problem. So, yes, we're going to fight back. I'm not blaming Chinese government. It did come from China. They have openly suggested it was American soldiers who created this problem. This problem came out of China, and I do believe the Chinese government suppressed information that would have helped the world. Yes, that's the other part of this that's really important. The Chinese government suppressed information about this virus that had we known about it weeks ago, even a few days before they finally let it out, that maybe just maybe some of the outbreaks and some of the deaths could have been prevented. Maybe Italy could have saved lives. Maybe South Korea. Maybe here in America where we are now over 100 deaths and it's going to go up. Maybe that could have been prevented. But no, the mainstream media is going to focus on finding a racial component in how we report this. It's came, it came from China, people. It came from China. That should be the title of the movie, maybe. It came from China. And now we've, we've seen 30% of the gains to the stock market since Donald Trump took, president, uh, took the presidency. 30% of the value of the stock market dropped since the highs. We're now below where it was when Donald Trump took office. It's very concerning that, that this has manipulated our coverage and our concerns and our it, it's disturbing how it's affected our lives our new normal will hopefully only be a temporary normal but we have to get everybody on board especially the young people i played a clip earlier in the hour from um the um the woman the ambassador who's a doctor i think her name is bix or, or Blix, and she was talking yesterday at the task force meeting about how we have disturbing news about infections in young people. There are concerning reports coming out of France and Italy about some young people getting seriously ill and very seriously ill in the ICUs. And Dr. Royson yesterday talked about young people who may be vaping and giving an opportunity for this virus to have a gateway into their respiratory system. And that's why I'm concerned when I see the video that CBS News posted yesterday that featured a bunch of young people on the beaches in Florida. You saw the pictures of the people swarming. Well, CBS News sent a camera crew down there, hopefully with gloves and masks and things, because uh, the, the crowds were very, very dense and they were on top of one another. But what they were saying is even more disturbing than the lack of social distancing. Uh, let's hear one of the geniuses. If I get corona, I get corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. Two, three months. So we're just having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. 
Whatever happens, happens. And what if you bring it home? What if you don't get sick, but you bring the virus home to a person in your family? But wait, there's more from the Genius Crew. Like it's really messing up with my spring break. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach and they're closing all of it? It's really messing up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. Blowing it way out of proportion, she's not alone. Reportedly, 62% of Americans surveyed yesterday believe that the the virus reporting is blown out of proportion. But if we don't get it tamped down, we're going to have a problem. This this guy had a problem, too. Doing us bad. We need a refund. This virus ain't that serious. It's, serious. it's more serious things out there like hunger and poverty, and we need to address yes, that. There's more serious things out there like hunger and poverty, and we need to address that. Well, sir, uh, by going to the beach and maybe picking up the virus and then bringing it home, maybe you're going to learn about hunger and poverty a lot sooner. These people really disturb me. There's more. Yeah, I mean, we planned this a long time ago, and it was kind of up in the air if we still go. But, like, we're here. I just turned 21 this year, so I'm here to party, so it's kind of disappointing. But we're just making the most of it. We met these other people in our little Airbnb spot, so we're just hanging out with them and trying to get drunk before everything closes. Yeah, before everything closes, like your lungs. What is wrong with they don't have any capacity to understand? It, 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 there's more. I mean, it sucks, but we're going to make the best of it. We're enjoying ourselves. It sucks. And I'm from New Orleans, so this really sucks. Three times she used the word sucks in 10 seconds. Not a genius. But wait, there's one more. We're just living for the moment. We're just going for, we're just going to do what happens, when it happens. When stuff closes, we're going to do it when it closes. But uh, uh, besides that, we're just trying to have the best trip we can. I hope every one of those kids, parents, who probably funded these trips, saw that video on CBS News. And, you know, guys like me who remember my, my parents and my grandparents and our relatives who stormed the beaches at Normandy, who fought the Nazis, who ended World War II in Europe and, and in Japan. A very different generation than those people on the beach. It makes me angry and it makes me sad. And uh, I just hope they wake up in time because they could be a big problem for all of us.